This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash CSR to download your free audiobook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash CSR for a free audiobook. And by The Country Squire. Visit thecountrysquireonline.com to discover custom pipes, handcrafted blends, and unparalleled customer service. Thecountrysquireonline.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How you doing tonight? <laughs> you know, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. It's been a, a good weekend. Uh, it's a good Monday. It was fun around the pipe shop today. We got a whole bunch of new inventory, and that's always like oh, Christmas, you yeah. know. One, one thing about the tobacconist when you're in my chair, like, you know, this stuff comes in and you want to purchase it all. But if you purchase it all, <laughs> that means that you can't pay your rent. <laughs> so yeah. it's just this kind of back and forth, you know. It's like, oh, look at all these shiny new Neerups. But I <laughs> I can maybe pick out one of them to own, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, man. I can imagine. I can imagine that would be a tough job. It's pretty great, yeah. We we did just get a batch of new pipes in, which has been a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, it's been, been steady around the shop. Things were picking up with fall and uh, getting oh, on into football season and Christmas yes, uh, coming around the corner. So. Uh, yeah, man. All things are good in October. Yeah, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know, you talk about the fall. This is one of the most beautiful falls I feel like we've had in a minute. I yeah. Mean, you go out this entire past weekend. We were going out. We were uh, sitting around the fire pit. Had Yorktoberfest. Yeah. Which, uh, which your humble tobacconist uh, uh, missed. Actually, you, you were greatly missed. But uh, um, yeah. yeah. How was it? Was it fun? It was. It was fun. We knew it was going to be a smaller, uh, uh, a smaller party this year because normally we are very strategic in which date we pick. Yeah. However, this was solely about what we could get in, in terms of kid coverage. <laughs> right. And so we, we took what we could get and we were competing, quote unquote, competing. Right, right, With right. Jacktoberfest. C- a couple other, uh, yeah. So, you know, Jacktoberfest, Yorktoberfest. Jacktoberfest is this huge beer festival that happens in uh, Jackson every well, you single know, year. You had a pumpkin keg, right? And it was the, I will say this, this was the best pumpkin keg we've ever had. Best one you've done? Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, how you do this for people that aren't, you know, familiar, you, you, you literally put beer that you flavored, I guess, inside the hollowed out pumpkin. Yeah, you you want pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer. Yeah, but but don't you add like nutmeg or something? To no, no, it no, no, or no, cinnamon or anything. Well, see, that's the thing. In or the you past, just put pumpkin beer in it. Yeah, and then you tap it. The, in the past, what we've done is we've tried to get a little creative, and it's always been terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this year, basically, what we did is uh, we carved it out, got a nice thick pumpkin which was really good yeah uh cleaned it out on the inside and we just filled the thing up with actually a blue moon pumpkin ale okay yeah the, uh, pumpkin harvest i think is actually what it's called okay okay and it's uh it's very good and it was probably the, the best pumpkin keg we've ever had because you know the the pumpkin really brings out the pumpkin if you will. <laughs> it's so pumpkiny <laughs> it's delicious man hashtag pumpkin ale spice latte you gotta have the pumpkin spice (laughs) it was a blast it was a lot of fun we got a chance to to bust out the pipes i actually busted out uh the new pipe that i showed off i think last week yeah um with that uh that little morta eight ball looking thing absolutely oh my gosh what a beautiful pipe scott our friend scott made that elf up in uh, grand rapids yeah absolutely smokes like a dream thank you so much uh for sending that to me that's wonderful Uh, had a lot of a lot of fun enjoying that It, it kind of makes me feel like a pirate which is good 
because you, you want anytime you can up the pirate ante. Oh yeah, big that's, time. That's good. It's a, it's a good. I think it's a good pirate pipe. So I'm, I'm I might be busting that out during the uh, trick or treating. This How week. are you enjoying your uh, rocks um, uh, rhino pipe? Man, the rhino is awesome. Is, is the rhino sweet, dude? Because I know I know I know too. The rhino of the rocks is coming out with more rhinos uh, in the near future. Is there a stampede on the way? I, I, there may be a stampede. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> really cool pipe. So you've got a, actually a couple more pipes in your collection now don't you yeah man i'm, I'm yeah. kind of moving up in the world That's actually great, man i had a this is great i had another uh podcaster from the area uh he and his family were in town and so uh we had them over uh to hang out by the uh, the old fire pit the other night yeah, yeah. and I, I brought him back to the studio to kind of show off my show off the setup such as it is and uh busted out the pipes to show him some of the gifts that i'd gotten from our listeners and uh, as i was like showing off the listeners i looked back at the other pipes and was like man I've got a respectable pipe collection now. Yeah, heck yeah, man. Like I used to only Absolutely. have like two or three and now it's like, you know, it's it's I'm 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 moving up in the world a little bit. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling a little bit uh, you know. <laughs> That's fantastic, dude. Yeah. Moving on up. That's great. Yes, sir. Well look, man, a lot of a lot of great stuff that's going on. Of course, we've got a long smoke competition that's coming our way pretty soon. I am so excited. On uh, November sixth, we've got the uh Jackson Pipe Night and Long Smoke Competition. Uh we've got some incredible sponsors this year, which we're really excited about. I just want to give a plug yeah. to uh our friend Petter Jeppesen at Nearup Pipes in Denmark. Uh Petter that Nearup never does this, okay? Ever, ever, ever. But they have been so gracious to actually donate to the Jackson Long Smoke Competition, uh, two beautiful, beautiful pipes. Uh, one is a uh, Ida, uh, hand hand finished, handmade Ida, uh, grade number two, beautiful rustic sandblast uh, with incredible exposed plateau. Uh, it's just a gorgeous pipe, and that'll be one of the winter pipes. Um, and and also, Petter has. Um, donated one of their classic pipes, uh, the number four grade, though. So mm. it's a high-grade classic pipe. Just a gorgeous pipe. Both pipes are, you know, going to retail for close to $200. And, uh, and man, the, the, the folks at Nearup, Petter, and uh, his wife, Patina, and those those great folks, they just uh, just are supportive of our local pipe scene and, uh, man, wanted to do that for us. That's so, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's really great. We've got uh, – so, so, so thankful to the folks at Nearup uh, and all the great pipes they make. First um, and last, or are those like a raffle? How, how is that uh, – yeah, so typically what happens is, you know, in a long smoke competition, how we do it in Jackson, you know, you, you have three grams of tobacco, you know, you keep whoever keeps their pipe lit the longest is the winner. Um, for us, the top three winners will win a pipe. Um, and then how it works is there's three... Uh, three different pipes, and the first place winner just gets to pick which one he or she wants. Right. And so, you know, you, that one picks the one they want. That's right. That's of the right. two that are left, the n- number two gets that one and then uh, gets to pick, and then the third place gets whichever one's left. So, um, but anyway, it's going to be a blast. So, uh, we're, we're tickled to have the folks at Europe on board. Uh, also, uh, Rocks Pipes, which uh, we were just talking about the Rhino Pipe, uh, which, uh, you know, Rocks, our local boys that we love very dearly. And then uh, our friend Toby Ducote in New Orleans that represents all the Davern pipes. Um, he has also graciously donated a Davern. So, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's really high-end stuff, man. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, so, okay. yeah, man, it's going to be really good. What was the longest time last time? Do you remember? An hour and 13 minutes. Yeah. What, what? was the shortest time last time? <laughs> what I was about to say, John David, right. was that my uh, my 20 minutes <clears throat> is, right. uh, is probably not going to come close to it. It, 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 it may not. Yeah. You, you, yeah. But, but you know, I won't be competing at, at this one, which means I've kind of got a distinct advantage because I don't, you know, 
have to put myself out there. But, <laughs> but <laughs> that's but right. The, the thing about it is, like, I, you know, I thought about competing, but someone's got to be able to walk around a long smoke competition and make sure that there's no one cheating. Now, we know pipe smokers are you honorable, know, honorable, you respectable, know, honorable, respectable people. But, you know, we, we're also fiercely competitive and do want to win. Uh, and so, it, you know, the, typically in a competition like this, the, you know, the rule is uh, you know, as soon as you uh, your pipe has gone out, has right. been extinguished, uh, you are to inform the judges. Um, if the judge suspects that your pipe has has gone out, but you have not notified anyone, then the judge can ask you to produce smoke. Um, and so, oh. you know, so I'll, I'll walk around and basically just uh, pick on people that, uh, you know, I'm annoyed at and ask them to produce. Smoke. <laughs> so, uh, so our friend uh, Butch Arthur, if you're listening, uh, I'll definitely be over by him quite a bit. Uh, Stephen Blasting Game, uh, you, you can you can guarantee that uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be looking down your shoulder. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's man, it's just going to be going to be a blast. So anyway, November sixth. Um, you can buy a ticket on our the Country Squire website, which is the countrysquireonline.com, and uh, get your ticket in today, and we would love to have you, whether you're in Jackson or abroad. Well, we got a fun topic uh, scheduled for tonight, but but before we jump into it, yeah. y- you have to indulge me. I Man, bring it. Because I don't know if you saw this. In fact, I actually know that you did not no, see this. No, I, I haven't. The new Star Wars poster has been released. Okay, it's a poster. It's a po- and they've like, got the- you'd hang on your wall. Oh my gosh, though. Look at that. Oh man, look at this! Yeah, dude, there's like a hot chick and like robot looking things, and uh, you've seen the trailer, right? Yeah, you've absolutely. So, so um, Harrison Ford. I mean, there's a lot of speculation. Yeah, you know, one of the things that actually has been pretty incredible is just how well they've protected all of the rumors about the upcoming Star Wars film. Yeah, to be honest, that is pretty remarkable. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, the the large speculation is that she, the the girl that's kind of front and center, yeah. is the daughter of Han Solo and Princess Leia. And actually, okay. if you look in, the only original trilogy characters that you see in that poster are Han Solo and Princess and, Leia. And Leia, yeah. And yeah. so um, I, there's a there's a Chewbacca too. Oh yeah, Chewie's still uh, hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, they'll give him a couple of gray furs. Yeah. You would imagine. Oh yeah, he he would need that. Yeah. Well, you know, Chewie was based off of a dog, and a dog's life is typically a little bit shorter than a human's. Is a do- he was based on a dog? He was based off of, he was actually based off of George Lucas's dog, Indiana. I did not realize that. Yeah. Who was actually a, a female, female dog. Okay. So there you go. I have a name for that. but they, they, Indiana was her name. <laughs> well, pl- well played. JD. Well played. <laughs> anyway, that poster looks incredible. Uh, there's also Sweet, something yeah, it came out great. that looks very reminiscent of a Death Star, but we're pretty sure it's not a Death Star, but it looks... <laughs> Geek it out. It is exciting, man. Hey, the, when does a Star Wars movie come out? It's I don't December, know, right? but the, you know, the, the, the community Isn't of Country December? Squire Radio, December is, is the, when it's coming out. Right. The community of Country Squire Radio has been all but demanding a Star Wars blend from the Country Ooh, Squire. Oh, man. So what, what would we do with this? Uh, we set? talked about the Pipe Yoda thing. We, there's a lot of approaches you could go. Like, I think, I think... And this is just a thought. Sure. But do like a Star Wars series, because you could do, we, we talked about Yoda and doing some Parikh because of the whole Louisiana. And well, it's a swamp, right? Sw- exactly. Right. Uh, and, and then do like a dark side. Okay. And. Um, it's basically just straight Latakia. That's kind of what I was thinking. Right. And then. With uh, other really dark tobaccos. Right. <laughs> like, so we, want, we, want, we want as much Latakia as you can cut with maybe just a little bit of like stoved Virginia and. That's it. <laughs> Maybe some Parikh. Well, and, and then you could do like a Jar Jar, which is just trash. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I'll, actually, I've got that already. It's the whatever jar. That's all right. I was going to say. Right. It's, I was going to say. It's got the whatever jar. It's like the stuff I <laughs> scrape off the floor when I get done. Oh, my God. That's no, the jar jar blend right there. That's great. Yeah, all right. Well, hey, man. You know, there, I, I, could, I could get into that. There is a dark side, but there's also a light side. Oh, what a transition. We're going to be talking about lighters, ladies we and gentlemen. We are. Isn't that something? Now, it's really great because there's a lot of schools of thought when it comes to lighters, choosing the right lighter, and, and you know, a lot of people have kind of their go-to lighter specifically for uh, their pipe. I remember yeah. when we were in New Orleans for the long smoke competition, uh, there was a big challenge going on because we had so much wind going in. Man, it was a disaster. Dude. And, and for me, I am someone who generally actually prefers to light my pipe with a match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, however, I have actually been criticized, chastised, if you will, for using a match as opposed to a lighter. Tell me, where where now, does this mindset come from? Yeah, and I actually don't understand that. That's kind of funny. For me, and and always on my side of the counter, it's been one of these things like, you know, the the match is your first line of defense as far as lighting your pipe, oh, right? I, like that. I mean, that yeah. that's like that's, you know, that that's that's the first place you go. Now, a pure this is a purist talking and so, you know, any purist in my mind is going to tell you this is how you light your pipe is with a match, you know. And you got these ner- people that'll, you know, nerd out and they'll be like, "No, you have to use this certain kind of match from Western Finland and all this stuff." Like, "No, nah, just just use it. just grab a match." Right. Um no offense to our Finnish listeners. But, of course. Um the old, the old fins. We probably have some finish list. I'm sure we do. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'll write in now. <laughs> I, they probably will. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you criticize our But, lives. you know, it, it, it's... It, it's one of those things like you're not always going to use a match. It's not always practical. And so uh, you pull for a lighter. And, um, you, you know, this is one of those places where a lot of folks will get um, kind of in trouble as far as, you know, uh, how they perceive the proper way to light their pipe and, and to smoke their pipe. I've got so many people that will come in the shop and they'll be like, well, you know, I just can't use a match. And, you know, I, my pipe lighter, I, I don't like to fool with it or something or I don't want to get the proper one and so if i if i can't use a match i typically just don't smoke my pipe and all this kind of thing and Mm -hmm. and and so there's a part of me that wants the person to smoke a pipe and wants the person to just not get hung up on the little details that sometimes are overwhelming so i just want to tell them to go to the local you know shell or bp station and just get them a bic lighter you know it's one of those things man i've done it a couple times like 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 grab grab some fire if that's what's going to keep you from lighting your pipe grab some fire and light your dog on pipe i mean you know i I wouldn't suggest you use a torch lighter um although we have folks that do that and i always have to scold them but um you know okay thank you because somebody was actually saying that i should (laughs) use a torch lighter for my pipe and i felt like that that's, like I was essentially lighting the briar on fire. Right. No, I mean? no. That I, I've, I've seen um, one, one person came in. This was uh, not too long ago, actually. And they, you know, didn't exactly know what they were doing, but um, acted, you know, we see this a lot. They'll come in and uh, not have a lot of knowledge on it, but kind of act with authority, you know. Sure. You kind of have that people that are like, Speak oh, yeah, them. I know all this stuff. And But um, this guy came in and he, uh, you know, bought a bought $140 Savinelli, but... Uh, and then before I had the chance to tell him no, he sat down with uh, one of our Calibri torch lighters at the shop and just charred the just ever living, you know, heck out of the rim of that pipe. And I was, you know, the whole time I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> it was so terrible. But, uh, you know, you do have people that that will light their pipe with a torch lighter, but um, I, I'm, I'm thoroughly against it. No, I mean, I, I, for the damage to the pipe or the potential damage to the pipe for sure, but I mean, is there a benefit? Would you say that it, to some extent the trade-off is that it becomes easier to light your pipe? Yeah, I mean, that that's the reason people use it. I've got one guy who's a contractor that uh, comes in the shop. He's, you know, in and out of all kinds of weather conditions all day long. 
Uh, somehow he's been able to keep his Savinelli in pretty decent shape using a torch lighter, a right. triple flame torch lighter, uh, which is just crazy. And, uh, you know, so for him it works. Um, you know, for others I, I would I would highly, you know, not recommend it. But it, it, it's one of those things you want people to light their pipe to, you know, if, if the type of lighter you're using is going to be the thing that keeps you from using your pipe – just grab you some fire and get your pipe lit, mm. you know, but, you know, if we're going to talk about proper pipe lighters and kind of good ways for you to, um, you know, light your pipe and also take care of uh, both your pipe and yourself and get a good taste in your tobacco, too, uh, there are a few options that I think uh, really work well. Um, you know, mainly when you're thinking about lighters for your pipe, you want what we call a soft flame. Uh, soft right. flames, you know, just what you would typically think of as a lighter uh, you know, coming from a Bic or uh, even a match, when you look at a match as a soft flame. Um, the the key, though, for a pipe lighter is that it comes out at some kind of angle or some type of, um, you know, direction in which it's not going to, number one, harm your thumb. Right. And number two, harm your pipe. Both those are real important, uh, obviously. Um, you know, so you've got some pipe lighters that solve this by uh, basically working the exact same way as a Bic lighter, uh, it strikes to the side uh, instead of uh, straight up like a Bic. It strikes out to the side, but it also, just like a Bic, would use a flint uh, and and lighter fluid, hmm. um, and so or or butane. You see that a lot. Uh, butane is is really great. Burns really clean, particularly if it's you know some of the triple distilled stuff that uh, we sell the Calibri, uh, just real premium stuff in our shop, and uh, doesn't leave any taste or anything. It's really nice, um, and so though. Those are good. Um, you know, you've got also the Zippo pipe lighters, right. which, you know, there's kind of this ongoing, you know, back and forth about that. Well, I can taste the fluid or, oh, well, I can taste it for just a second, uh, but it doesn't really affect the quality of the smoke for me or whatever. And that's just kind of a personal preference thing on where you want to go. Zippo pipe lighters are great. Um, for our newer pipe smokers that maybe haven't experienced a Zippo pipe lighter, check them out. Uh, they work great for outdoor situations um it, you know we on my porch for instance i've got this huge fan that uh is over the front porch of my house keeping and those bugs off keeping the bugs off and all that and man i can light my zippo pipe lighter directly underneath that fan and it's just so great because it uh it's just got so much power on it uh for if like i said if you're a newer pipe smoker or not familiar the zippo lighters come out on the side so uh whereas a traditional zippo would come out through the top the Zippo pipe comes out on the side, so you get right over your bowl, and it sucks the flame directly into the right. the bowl of the pipe. So, uh, you know, the, there again, it's one of those things like, are you tasting the fluid? Can you smell the fluid? Mm-hmm. Does this fluid, uh, you know, affect the tobacco that you have? Um, you know, my personal opinion, um, you know, some people can't taste it at all. Some people, uh, you know, taste it, and it ruins the complete experience for them. Uh, for me, you know... I I taste it and smell it for maybe, I don't know, five seconds, and then it's gone. It's just gone. And and I love the way it lights my pipe, too. It just gets a really deep, clean burn, um, and, you know, it's just great for being out in the elements. So um, I'm a fan of the Zippo pipe. Yeah. That's me. Well, I've seen it. It seems to be the case. Um, people like to bust out older pipe lighters. The more yeah. antique the pipe lighter I, the more respectable or, or maybe even the more quality of light. I, what, where does that mindset come from? Is it just kind of, kind of speaking to, well, it's, it's kind of the, the older method or is it really kind of, you know, creating a, a unique pipe lighter, uh, Zippo notwithstanding is, has become something of a lost art form. Yeah. I, I think, 
I think it's some of both. I think a lot of that goes, you know, you think about folks that are big into pipe smoking, us included. Like, you know, we're always kind of searching for something maybe, uh, you know, gone past or uh, something that uh, maybe is from a yesteryear type of thing. And I, sure. I think so some of those lighters have that uh, sense to them, some type of sentimentality or something. But, you know, I think a lot of your older lighters, you know, uh, can't hold a candle to some of the newer stuff uh, that that that's out there. Wow! And you give me a hard time about my puns. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. One thing you see uh, a lot of older lighters, um, you know, if they're butane lighters, they don't have a connection for modern butane, uh, and so a lot of times you'll have to get butane. Uh, they'll have these little cap converter things that you can put on top of a can of butane uh, to basically make it convert into an older. Uh, style butane connection, which is huh. kind of nice. So, but anyway, any any kind of soft flame is is great. Uh, you know, the main thing again is to be sure to protect your finger and the rim of the bowl. My favorite pipe lighter, period, is something that is currently not manufactured anymore, and it's called an Imco. See, this is what I'm talking yeah, about. No, exactly right, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but but it, it's called an Imco pipe lighter, uh, and the Imcos uh, you can still find them; they're still out there. But they are not manufactured anymore. And so at some point, you're not going to be able to find any more unused MCOs unless it's just one of those, like, um, you know, freak things that someone's got some of them on eBay or something. Uh, but the MCOs are great. They, they It's like the Nokia cell phone oh, yeah. of the lighter world. Okay? Just that, that you can't destroy it. You can't destroy it. I've seen them walk in. They've been run over by people's cars, like, you know, chewed on by, you know, people's pets, you know, all kinds of stuff. And, you know, they're just basically indestructible. They're one of these things that, you know, they're just, you know, you could send them through a, you know, nuclear holocaust and they'd come out on the other side. Dude, I actually, it's so weird that you mentioned that. I actually had a nightmare last night that I was back in my old telecom days, telecommunication yeah, days. That sounds like a nightmare. And I had a, I had a guy, I, had, I worked for a wonderful company. Yeah. I had a guy that walked through the door with a note, with one of those Nokia bricks and said, I want an iPhone that's basically like this. And I was like, no, because <laughs> I used to have people that would walk into the store all the time with those old Nokia phones saying, yeah. like, all right, I need a smartphone, but I, I want it to be just like this exactly one. Exactly like this. It's like, you realize they're made of glass now, right? They're made of glass, right. Well, as long as it plays Snake and dials right <laughs> 911, that's really all I need. That's all you need. Yeah. I, you know, we've got a couple of folks that are tweeting in, uh, Pappy Joe. Uh, says one of the barbecue grill lighters works great as a pipe lighter, especially for church wardens. Um, I see that a lot. A lot of folks will like those long, um, you know, lighters that have a long neck on them. Oh, also, yeah. uh, Zippo makes a really interesting lighter that's got, uh, it's like a uh, grill lighter, but it also has a, uh, a you know, adjustable or a, a bendable, you know, neck on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can kind of uh, use that. It's kind of nice. Um at Hocker the Love Doctor on uh, Twitter, uh, our friend Bradley says, I'm a flame snob. Uh, it's blasphemy to use a Bic to light a pipe. Uh, old boy, Zippo with insert or matches, that is all. All right, well, hang on now. Cause <laughs> l- let me let me just defend the, the Bic real quick because uh, – Ryan, poet, I didn't know it. Uh, but no, 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 seriously. I, there have been several times, and you guys know this about me, I like to fish when I'm smoking my pipe, yeah. and I like to smoke my pipe when I'm fishing. Yeah. And so, you know, if I'm going to be out there on the water, I, don't, I, I can't fool around with matches. And also, you also typically have some, uh, you know, some drift, some wind yeah. when you're on the water. Yeah. And I don't want to bring a really nice lighter out because that, I'm going to lose it. That That's that's the hard part, right? Yeah. So I've got a little bit lighter in my pocket, like specifically yeah. in my fishing vest. Uh, there's a pocket dedicated to that little bit lighter. 
And, uh, and, you know, it in a pinch, it works great. The heaviest smokers at our shop are all Bic lighter people. Oh, okay. Boom. Now, now it's interesting because I'm not, you know, I mean, I've used one occasionally and, you know, if it's the only thing around and I want to smoke my pipe, I'm going to smoke my pipe. But like, <laughs> you know, it, it, but, but, but all of the heaviest pipe smokers at our shop are Bic people. And I, I think, you know, to some degree, they just are, you know, committed to the action, whether or not it's going to take care of their pipe or not, you know, or maybe they've kind of figured out a system to be able to do it, uh, period. Um, with me, the angled flame of like the old Emco or, you know, some of the other things too, obviously, uh, you know, Zycar has some great soft flame pipe lighters that have built in tamps on them. Really nice. Uh, companies like Vector, uh, have that kind of, uh, medium to low end stuff that are a little more accessible to the public, you know, really, you know, decent lighter, get a good price, got a built in tamp, looks sharp. Um, you can go all the way up to the Corona. Uh, Bradley mentions the, the old boy, uh, which, uh, you yeah, know, I've heard that before. Initially was a Corona product. Have you seen me use one of those lighters, Bo, that's got the flipper thing on it? Yeah. It's got a little hammer on it. Okay. That's yeah, an old yeah, boy yeah. style, old, old boy style lighter. And basically what you're doing is when you're flipping that hammer up, it's turning the gas on right. on that deal. And there's a little piston thing in there that's got um, kind of a kind of an angled uh, duct on it that shoots the flame out to the to the side. Right. But uh, and it's just a it's just a style of lighter. It's really classy looking, uh, but also just works super functionally. It seems like sometimes on those, especially the hammer styles, you see it where. I don't know if the fuel leaks or something where it almost like the flame gets a little uncontrollable from time to time. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen that? Uh, no, I have. I mean, you, you know, a lot of that's just do, you can change the gas on the bottom of it, but um, they they can break too or get finicky yeah. about, you know, just, how, I don't know, how they're put together. Gaskets, you know, adjust on them and all that kind of thing. So that's the thing about lighters. They, uh, they're give and take. Man, I feel embarrassed because I, I, I've been in situations before where somebody will hand me like a really fine lighter. Yeah. And I will not know what to do with it. And so I'll be like, this is awesome. We'll give that right on back to you and go get some matches. But, you know, and then like, you know, but that's, uh, that's just me and my uh, noviceness. Our our friend Brian Levine tweets in, uh, and and I've seen him use his uh, you know beauty. really nice uh, Corona lighter, and then here's a uh, Dejeep lighter that you know he probably paid three bucks for at the uh, Quickie Mart. <laughs> <laughs> did did I tell you I I was thinking about doing a um, a, uh, a a drinking game for with with Brian Levine. It's like every time he uses a tobacco product to to take a shot. Oh well, but. We- You'd be drunk five minutes after I, that, That's what he was saying. It's like, you know, if it's 8 o'clock in the morning, you know, you, you, you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to get to work. No, it wouldn't it, happen. Yeah, it could be dangerous. Couldn't but, happen. Um, yeah. But, Brian, yeah, Brian, you're right. I mean, we sell a lot of the DG pliers at the Squire, and, um, yeah, they work great. That's the thing It's you know, um, find what works and stick to it. Um you know what? I, I, I don't think the lighter should be the reason you don't smoke your pipe. No. That that's that's the critical thing for me, particularly on my side of the counter. Like I want people to feel like pipe smoking is accessible. Right. And, you know, when you start getting into this deal, like you can use this and can't use that. Uh, you know, Hockter, I, I definitely get you, man. Like there's certain things that just make a really high quality light, particularly if you've got the time and the, the um you know, ability to sit in certain conditions and all that kind of stuff. But um and if you're outside on the fishing hole, like, or golf course, and need to light your pipe, man, go for it. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I, I I love it. Look, what I'm looking forward to is getting some feedback on this one because, you know, you mentioned before that the the highest, you know, the largest smokers that come in end up using those big lighters. It's kind of like, you know, how it, it seems to be that even though um, when we were at the pipe show, 
a lot more people were actually buying aromatics than they were anything else. Yeah, that's and fascinating. This, and this is like your top tier, you know, enthusiasts right. who right. are coming to, you know, get all of these different pipe tobaccos that are out before them, and the aromatics seem to be the big sellers, which is contrary to what you'd expect. What we so, would think going into a place like exactly. that. Exactly. Right. So I'm kind of curious to see some of the feedback that comes in from this episode, and, uh, you know, who who among you... You know, show off your lighters. Like, you know what? That's what we'll do. Let's actually get on well, on Facebook after yeah. the show goes out. Probably on. Uh, I'll probably put the post out on Thursday since the show goes out on Wednesday. I'll just do a post that says "Show your lighters." And so, whatever your your main lighter is or your favorite lighter, just take a picture of it and put it in the comments. And uh, I'm just kind of curious to see what we get back from. I that. think, I think that's that'd be great. pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, I, you know, and again, folks that use matches, like you're gonna, you know, th- this. <laughs> May or may not pertain to you, but uh, we just got a really nice picture in from uh, Hocker That's who so uh, cool. showed his uh, Peterson old boy. But, um, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a personal preference thing, but, you know, there's also kind of a right and wrong factor to it. Well, you Snob know, out. Get after it. Th- there are rights, there are wrongs, there are goods, and there are evils. And there's Star Wars. And there is Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, you know, we were geeking out, or I was geeking out more accurately about the uh, the poster and the upcoming movie and everything else. Yeah. I've made mention on the show before about how I've been reading the um, the new Star Wars book that has just recently come out, building up to The Force Awakens. Star Wars Aftermath, that's the name of the book. Star Wars Aftermath. Yeah, so I've been reading through it. There are aspects of this book that I really like and some that are... You know, some characters I'm not really getting behind. Have I told you anything about this book yet? No. Uh-uh. All right, I'll just mention this one thing that I think is really, really cool. One of the characters, you know, this takes place after the Battle of Endor when the second Death Star exploded. Okay. And, you know, the Emperor was killed and everything else. There's this character, uh, or well, the Empire as a whole is trying to kind of reorganize itself. Like all like the top tier members who were not the Emperor are coming together and basically saying, okay, what is the future of the empire? Okay. Do we do we need an emperor? Does an empire need an emperor, or do we need an imperial council, or how do we go about ruling? How do the we galaxy? organize our evilness? Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> to some extent. But there is this one character who's a he's an imperial interrogations officer, so like a guy that tortures people to get information out of them. Wow. And so he's in this bar on this planet that really doesn't allow imperials. They're kind of off in the the outer rim and everything else. Okay. And he's just there to get away from work and just kind of blow off some steam. He's you going to the beach a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Except, you know, you're not evil. Get me the heck out of here. <laughs> depending on the day. Depending on how low I am on pipe tobacco. I don't know. <laughs> well, there you go. But no, so he, so he's at this bar and everything else. And, um, and while he's there, some Imperials actually show up. And they start asking questions yeah. and everything else. And they kind of get on his nerves. And he's like, you know, like, I'm just going to get up in these people's face. Because, you know, I, because I outrank them for one thing. Uh-huh. But they don't know that he outranks them. So he ends up getting in this fight. And he ends up getting, like, he's almost like a Sherlock Holmes type of deal. Okay. Where if you think about um, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes, how whenever he fought, it was very analytical. Like, you know, yeah. uh, uppercut, you know, break rib, rib crack into the, you know, that whole right. thing. I don't know. But it, it, that's kind of his approach to fighting. So it was really interesting to see that. And because he ends up fighting these Imperials on this planet where nobody knows he outranks them, he gets thrown in with the rebels. Yeah. And so here he is, this like Imperial, like uh, interrogations officer who's now like seen by everybody as this rebel uh-huh. and uh, he's, it's such a cool character and I wish there was more in the, the story with him. I'm really looking forward to seeing where his character goes, but all that to say star Wars aftermath, really, really cool book. Uh, and you can, yes, get it on audible. So if you head over to audibletrialcom slash CSR, you can get that book absolutely free for starting a free trial with them. And we encourage you to do it. Audibletrialcom slash CSR. question of the week. You saw the Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Sherlock. 
I saw half of the first one. What? I, Bo, I don't watch movies. You can know we, this. Can we, you know, we I did, know it's terrible. We did a special episode for The Hobbit. Can we do a special episode like where we can go back and like look at that movie? Yeah, that'd be fair. You, you want to talk about some pipe sure. smoking. That dude is like chomping down on some yeah. different pipes throughout that film too. But his fighting style is so cool in that movie. I, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested in checking that out. All right, pipe question of the week comes in to us from Rob Forbes, who says, when going for a walk or a hike, is there a particular style of tobacco mm. that seems to work better than others? Now, this is great because this actually takes into account a lot of different factors when you're smoking the, the uh, tobacco. Now, you might think about the pipe itself that you might choose for the walk, but in actuality, given the, uh, the different style of tobacco, if you're going to be active and, and want to be somewhat hands-free, one would imagine, yeah. you're going to want to choose the right tobacco for the walk. So uh, what say you? Well, okay. I think the answer is no. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think the answer is no. I, I, I think, you know, if, if you're going on a hike, uh, you know, the idea is you're enjoying your time out there. Um, it, grab something you know you can keep lit and that you know you're going to enjoy. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't think there's necessarily a particular kind of pipe tobacco that you would pull for. You know, for me, okay, when when I'm thinking, for instance, about, yeah. oh, I'm going to go walk through the woods behind Bellhaven, you know, and kind of have a stroll, um, you know, or even just walking my dog or something, um, you know, I, what do I think of? Well, the first place I go is a clean Virginia tobacco. Uh, Virginia's uh, burn real clean. I can keep them lit very easily. Uh, they're, you know, not gunky. They don't, you know, have to be relit a lot. They don't get pipe gurgle. Um, you know, and, and, and so maybe maybe that would be what I would point uh, Rob to. And, I, and, and, and that's fair. Um, Rob may have the complete opposite experience with Virginia tobaccos. And so for him, that, that might be something where, well, you know, aromatics, you know, that's just kind of, um, he can keep them lit easier and, you know, yada, yada. I, I think with aromatics, you know, you're going to have uh, typically a wetter smoke. And so, um, you know, maybe that would cause more pipe gurgle. And if you don't want to deal with that while you're out walking, maybe that's something to think about. See, that's where my head is. I think yeah. about, and we've talked about before, and it's something that you don't necessarily struggle with, but we've had a lot of people write in, and I've, I've had this as well. Yeah. The sweeter tobaccos, you tend to end up a little bit more slobbery on. Yeah, no, and absolutely. so, you know, I think about when I'm out for a walk, I don't want to have to smoke my pipe and have to deal with all the slobber well, all the time. Well, yeah, you've got, you know, one thing I do when I'm smoking, you know, sitting down, I keep pipe cleaners handy. And so, you know, if I'm if my pipe starts to get some gurgle to it, I'll just take a pipe cleaner, run through there, and, and be done with it. But, you know, when you're out and about, and this doesn't even go just for walking, but any kind of recreational stuff or working stuff, if you're in the yard or, uh, you know, cutting the grass or, you know, or fishing or whatever, um, you know, you, you don't really want to have to worry about that. So, I, you know, I would pick a tobacco that uh, doesn't, uh, d- wouldn't be prone for a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, other than that, I think just smoke what you like. Oh, man, always a safe bet one way or the other. Yeah. Smoke what you like. <laughs> I love it. You know, when I built my fence in my backyard, Bo, mm. and, and actually I can't even say when I built it because a whole host of people helped me build that yeah, fence. Yeah, the barn raisin. Uh, it was actually pretty great. But, you know, I smoked so much. I, I think it was that season that, that told taught me how to love Virginia tobaccos. Like, really? I, I just, that whole... That whole half of 2013, I guess that would have been, uh, 2013 being a very important year for me personally anyway, uh, I just love to learn and appreciate Virginia tobaccos that year. And and I don't know, so when I think of doing anything outside, I just think of, of grassy, hay-like Virginia tobaccos. And so, you know, immediately with Rob's question, uh, what are you doing, you know, walking through the woods or whatever, um, man, I'm, I'm, I'm probably pulling for... 
you know, Christmas Cheer mm. or Dunhill Flake mm. or, uh, you know, of course, Orlet Golden Slice. I like the Valen 14 now. Uh, there's some other interesting, you know, Virginia tobaccos out there. It might be a little richer, like the Virginia Woods or Briar Fox. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of options, but for me, I, that's that's kind of where I go. I, I think I think that's going to be different for for each person. Well, great pipe question of the week from uh, Rob this week. And if you've got a pipe question of the week, send it in CSR at Pottery. Com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Quick Fire with the Squire. All right, quick fire questions coming into us. You know, last week we were looking at some from Morton. He's got another wave of them for us for today. Oh, this is great. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. Shorts or three fourths? I think that's like where the shorts go past your knee. Is that like capri pants? That's kind of what I was thinking. I I mean, I got to go with shorts. You got to go with shorts. Now, okay. But what? But what length inseam? This is very important in the South, okay? This is a very important question. All right, so so if if you've got long shorts and and they're like maybe cargo pants, mm-hmm. um, you know that's very functional, but maybe not so stylish. Now now the the stylish part is where you know you've got a very short inseam, but but there again it's like how comfortable are you showing that much thigh? The 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 the, the frat rule in the South, okay, is uh-huh. going to be about. About five or six inches inseam on your shorts, <laughs> and, and and that's it. That's all you got. Well, if you live by the frat rule, there if you go. If you live by the frat rule, uh, I'm I'm a fan of the cargo shorts, be, be they out of style or not. More functional. They're extremely functional. Well, you know, but it, occasionally they do get caught on like a drawer or something like that, which is kind of frustrating. But it is nice to have the extra pocket space, especially when you got the kids around. The frat wouldn't give you a bid. 
I would not want to bet. <laughs> no, I, you I, wouldn't. <laughs> you really wouldn't. <laughs> JD, let's be clear. I would not give the frat a bet. No, no fair. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not worth your time, trust not me. At all. Uh, uh, tapas or pizza? Yeah, I got to go with pizza. It depends on the tapas, but I, I got to go with pizza. It depends on the pizza, but I got to go with tapas. That's fair. Yeah. And I, I didn't care about tapas until more recently. What, what we had for dinner, is that tapas? No. Nah. I feel like it was tapas. No, nah, it wasn't. Oh. We ate at this Venezuelan place in Jackson uh, tonight, uh, Bo and I did, and it was just so good. It's like Delicious. real clean Latin American food. But there was kind of small portions. Well, mine was kind of small portions. Dude, are you kidding me? I made a pig of myself. Yeah, but like the taco was like, I mean, you know, you think of like a taco and, you know, uh, Tex-Mex and everything else, and they're huge. But like, this is like, this is like the size of your palm, <laughs> taco. It's delicious, but it's small. I just consider tapas small food. Is it not small food? No, it's small food. Yeah. I All mean, right. I just, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to cut back, so I'm going to go with tapas <laughs> to make myself sound more healthy. How about that? That's <laughs> fair enough. Um, Brittany or Christina? Which Brittany? Well, depending on the Christina, I'm definitely going with Christina. <laughs> um, that, 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 that makes sense for a variety of reasons. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have to go with Brittany, but I have to go with old Brittany. Okay, I, this this whole oh, I see what you're saying. This whole new Britney deal, um, which is actually young Britney. It, it's it's younger Britney. It's it's not. It's you know. It's two, year two thousand Britney. Hit me, baby, one more time. It's that Britney. Yeah, right. It's it's you know it, up until about Toxic, and then oh, and yeah. then I'm kind of done. Yeah, I, 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 Toxic is fine, but that's after that. I no, just kinda, I, it all plummeted I, I, from that there. Taper on. At, at that point, I, yeah. I'm going with you on that. Old Britney. Old, uh, old Britney. Old Britney, which is young Britney. Yes. Right. Yes. Old Britney, which is young Britney. Right. Right. Yeah, but but before the shaved head thing. No, no, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Before she married, what's his face? Uh, yeah, K Fed. Do you remember the K Fed um uh credit or what was it like a life insurance commercial? No. Where it's like K Fed and he's like rapping and everything else, and then it pulls back and you're just watching a television and it's actually K Fed working at McDonald's, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, get it, and they're like, hey. Clean up on aisle six. And he's like, okay. And it's like, life comes at you fast. That's Be prepared. so lame. I so love that he like actually allowed himself to, uh, to do that. Yeah. That's great. That's fantastic. Uh, all right. And finally, hat or cap? I'm assuming what I always wear is a cap. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is I, there a difference? Well, I, you could think cap is like a ball cap. See, Which I think you, you don't wear a hat. You don't wear a baseball cap, so I, I don't, this I don't know. I, I, I think I would go with hat. Um, I really wear neither. Uh, oh yeah, because as uh, our friend um, Brett says, uh, the Triune Faith tonight. I, I I'm you know like to preserve my look of tobacco Jesus, and so it's just difficult for me to put any kind of helmet on this flowing locks of hair. Get a haircut, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I always consider what I normally wear a cap, but I I've got one of those um. Like Newsies messenger cap? No, you're like like a uh, newsboy, yeah, 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 yeah. kind of thing, yeah. So I guess it's a hat. I, I guess is what you'd consider it. Well, whatever that is, that's what I choose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Good enough. Great quick fire questions, Morton. If you've got some quick fire questions for us, send them in at csr at potisteri dot com. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, listen to our feedback. We got some great stuff tonight. Yeah, and by the way, uh, Bradley uh, tweets in Hocker the Love Doctor. He says, uh, "How about MacBaron HH Pure Virginia? Loving that one." And yes, Bradley, I absolutely love it. That's mm-hmm. something I got to try recently for the first time. 
when Brian and I met, uh, actually, right before we went to New Orleans. And um, super tasty. Highly recommend. Yeah. So uh, I'd put that one out there, too. Great stuff. Hey, man, do you want to uh, read this first one for us? Yeah, that's great. Uh, it comes from MB178 on iTunes. Uh, he says, refreshing and informative. Man, I love this podcast. Bo and JD have taught... Uh, this new pipe smoker, a lot about pipes, pipe tobacco, and the pipe community. I enjoy their balance of both a desire to be educated and sophisticated about pipe smoking with the desire to give a fun and lighthearted presentation. Uh, what I find wonderfully refreshing is that, these, is that these men are honest and transparent about their trust in Christianity, uh, truth, and claims while participating in a community that some, unfortunately, would chastise as unbiblical. Who thinks pipe smoking is unbiblical? Jeez, I just, I, I don't, I, I'm against that. So Baptist. you're right. Uh, be, being being theologically Baptist myself, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I fellowship quite frequently with brothers and sisters that view uh, moderate alcohol and tobacco use in a biblically unfaithful way. Uh, keep up the good work, guys. Yeah, you know, that's something, Bo and I talk about that regularly, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, we're, you know, this is, this is Country Squire Radio. We talk about uh, pipes and, you know, tobacco and other ancillary things that we are and, you know, interested in and all that. But, you know, and so our, our faith comes out. But, um, yeah, man, we, we love Jesus. We're not ashamed of that. And um, we love the pipe. And we don't think those two things conflict. And we love Baptists. And we love Baptists. Even though we disagree with them from time to time. And, you know, and we, and, and we love you know, we love everybody. We got a great email too in from uh, Travis who writes in, gentlemen, I was listening to the podcast where y'all interviewed the gentleman from Reborn Pipes. Man, that was a great That one. was a lot of fun. John David made the question, uh, when, what did we do before the internet and being able to access forums and YouTube? I got, start, I got started in pipe smoking back in 1998 before the internet was in everyone's home. I told my wife at the time I wanted to smoke a pipe. Uh, she had been to a gift shop at the mall that sold pipes and cigars, uh, so we loaded up and drove out. Uh, David's Briar shop was a quaint store in the mall and the only store you could smoke in. Uh, the guy behind the counter was helpful. He helped me pack a pipe, showed me how to load it several times. Uh, I did with him sitting uh, sitting there. Uh, he taught me how to light and how to draw the pipe and to get a kind of rhythm to it. When I hear y'all talk about the Squire, it takes me back there. David's uh, is long gone. I wish we could have a pipe shop like this in the area again. Uh, but I love the podcast. Keep up the good work, and God bless. Man, Travis, that's great. Consider us your digital tobacconist, my friend. Absolutely. And, uh, man, absolutely. Anytime you need to link up with a uh, you know handy friend that uh, can point you in the right direction, or if you just want to talk pipes and tobacco, um, you've got me and Bo. Yeah, absolutely. And the whole Country Squire Radio family. That's right, man. And, uh, man, we, we really appreciate the whole Country Squire Radio family. Love getting this kind of feedback in. Uh, you know, I know we've got a backlog of emails and, and wonderful stuff, but we especially love getting those iTunes reviews. So if you'll head over to iTunes and leave us a review, it's a great way to help support the show. Yeah. Uh, we also want to encourage you to head over to our Facebook page, get engaged with the community, be ready to show pictures of your lighters. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing some yeah, of those pictures Yeah, me too. Come Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you can find all of our contact information and more at Country Squire Radio. Com, but in the meantime, you can also keep up with us on Twitter. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, and you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, the podcast Twitter handle is at Squire Radio. So we appreciate you guys so much. Find all that information at CountrySquireRadio.com. And uh, John David, man, let's go have a night. See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.